Welcome to the Financially Intelligent Physicians Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. David Norris, and together we will be discussing what they didn't, or rather oftentimes, won't teach you in medical school or residency. Now, my mission and purpose is to help you develop the practice you desire through business education. And over the course of these podcasts, we're going to cover topics such as leadership, financial intelligence, patient satisfaction, process improvement, negotiations, and many more. Welcome back. And, and this episode, we're going to talk about some behaviors that you need to display while you're negotiating. Now, the outcome of any negotiation is, in part, the result of the behaviors we display at the negotiating table. Now, our behaviors can reveal information about what we are thinking and feeling. And the most dangerous behaviors that we can ever display at the negotiating table are those that indicate we feel fear of any kind. Uh, those behaviors will weaken our position and betray us at the negotiating table. To, to improve your results, um, you know, um, practice and implement these behaviors we're going to talk about. And uh, you're going to witness the results of your negotiations begin to improve over time as you begin to implement these good behaviors. Now, the first one is uh, no talking. You know, when you're asked a question, answer the question as succinctly as possible and then stop talking. All right. Um, get comfortable with some dead air. Uh, you know, silence can be uncomfortable for some people. Um, and um, when they become uncomfortable, uh, they will then fill the space with words. I don't want you to do that. Um, you need to be comfortable with that silence. However, if they become uncomfortable with the silence, let them fill that space and let them do that. Now, always be friendly and engaging, but uh, you know, be careful of what and how you give answers and share information. Um, I would encourage you to avoid planning your response to them um, and uh, take time to listen to what they're saying so that you really understand uh, their point of view and the purposes behind their questions. The next on uh, uh, behavior that I would prefer you avoid is do not ask or uh, do not answer the unasked question. Often during a negotiation, the adversary will make a statement and it seems like they're leading to a question, but they don't actually ask one. You know, so if you've walked into an event with a fixed mindset and you're full of assumptions and you know exactly what they're thinking and how the negotiation is going to go, you will be tempted to think you know what it is they're about to ask. Um, and, and, and this is a dangerous situation because you might provide information that will weaken your position. Remember, in a professional negotiation, no assumptions or expectations are ever allowed. So by answering that unasked question, um, we violate that rule. And uh, you can really damage your position by answering unasked questions. If they want information, make them ask a formal question for it. Don't assume you know what they're thinking. The next uh, topic uh, or uh, behavior is uh, just be silent, all right? Being silent doesn't mean just not speaking. It goes beyond that to include shutting off that little voice in your head. Most people self-talk while they're in a negotiation, and it's tempting to formulate a response to a statement before uh, the statement by the other party's even finished uh, because we, uh, we're driven to feel important by always having a quick and speedy response. We think that it somehow makes us feel uh, or look uh, and appear to the other side as having our act together. Um, but when we do that, um, uh, 
we can do actually quite the opposite. Um, but uh, if we take our time, pause for a little bit, and um, uh, generate or create a more thoughtful uh, response to their statement, um, that will in turn create in the adversary's mind a more thoughtful image of you. You know, how do you feel? Um, when you're in a conversation with someone uh, and uh, who has a response for almost immediately after every point you ever make. I mean, do you honestly feel that they're really listening to what you're saying? Um, that's probably how the adversary feels about you when you're not completely silent and taking your time to answer. Next one is I have steady emotions. It's normal to feel emotions during a negotiation. You're human and it will happen. What you do uh, want to do is to have an image of having steady emotions. You know, don't show anger or joy or sadness or another emotion. Always be calm and collected in your poise and responses. You know, I want you to have an even keel and don't let the adversary see what you're feeling. Uh, the next one would be, uh, be less okay. You know, how do you feel um, when you're around others who seem perfect? Do you enjoy their company? Do you trust them? Well, being less okay isn't about you being okay, but rather making the adversary feel okay. You know, do what you can to put the other party at ease and feel okay. Avoid acting like you're perfect. Let the adversary see you're human. You know, ask him to borrow a pen or uh, you know, make a little mistake or something um, that makes it easy for them to see that uh, the human aspect of you, um, you know, uh, their actions of uh, helping you um, will make them feel better about themselves. And, and if you're dealing with an arrogant individual, these little actions will actually confirm their superiority. And one thing superior people do to reinforce that feeling that they're superior with others is they often share information um, that uh, they feel they only have or privy to. And um, uh, they will share that as an effort to confirm their superiority to you when, in fact, that information may hurt their position. Um, so a wise negotiator knows the only person that must feel okay is not the uh, them, but the adversary. And um, uh, uh, the next one would be, um, topic is three plus their yeses. And when we say three plus, um, this is a very powerful tool in negotiation. So when you receive a yes from the other side, we ask questions around those yeses in a variety of manners. You know, Ask the questions each differently to determine what their yes really is. Because, you know, there are three types of yeses, okay? There's a confirmation yes, a commitment yes, and a counterfeit yes. A confirmation yes merely means, uh, is merely confirming a statement or confirming data. It might be, is the sky blue today? Yes, the sky is blue. A commitment yes uh, is a yes to what we want and shows that they're committed to the deal. But the one we really want to find out is if they're giving us a counterfeit yes. And this is a false yes um, they give us because they either don't feel comfortable saying no because we haven't invited no, or they intend to build our hopes up with the yes only to increase our fear of loss when they later say no. Um, and by asking yeses around those, uh, asking questions around those yeses or three-plusing them, as Jim would say, 
we begin to discover what kind of yes we're really dealing with. And another benefit of three-plusing a yes is that if it is a confirmation yes, it further ingrains in their mind that they are comfortable with the decision and they are more than willing to go along uh, a long way towards reducing um, uh, their buyer's remorse, if you will. The next one is the blank slate when you walk into a negotiation. And uh, this is, uh, you know, an effective negotiator works with facts and data, but it's not assumptions and expectations. So before you walk into a negotiation, blank slate your mind. You know, you can confirm data and facts, um, but avoid holding assumptions and expectations, either positive or negative. The key to blank slating um, is uh, doing your research and having that growth mindset that recognizes you don't know everything. And then finally, the one I really would encourage you to do is take great notes. Um, you know, taking great notes is it will save your bacon, um, not only during the negotiation of the contract, but also it can really work for your benefit when you get to the execution phase of a contract, which honestly is probably more difficult than the actual negotiation of the contract. So the, perhaps the best method to help you be silent uh, when you're negotiating is, is to take great handwritten notes. You know, handwritten notes are going to help you silence that little voice in your head as your brain works to process the words they're saying. So as you hear the words, your brain's processing them and telling your hand to write that information on a sheet of paper. You really are beginning to focus. It forces you to focus on what they're saying and internalize it. Um, you know, and then as you begin to do that, it also shuts off that little voice in your head that always wants to be um, seen as perfect uh, or having an instant rebuttal. Um, it, uh, taking great notes um, is perhaps one of the most important skills I would encourage you to do. And these notes um, are going to serve as a record of what was discussed, who was there, and uh, what was decided at each event when you get to that uh, uh, execution phase of that negotiation. Well, I'm very happy you decided to invest in yourself today. It's the best investment you'll ever make. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please share them with your friends and colleagues and be sure to check out my books at Barnes & Noble and Amazon, as well as my online courses at www.davidnorrismdmba.com. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you next time.